Hey, Schmazettes, you're listening to Listen. Listen with Patty and Emily. I'm Patty. And I'm Emily. Five, six, seven, eight. Patty and Emily most obsessively talking about all your favorite Broadway shows. Patty and Emily thoughts and comedy from Broadway superfans. From Broadway superfans. We start with some sad news. News we knew was coming. Allegiance is closing. (laughs) I thought you were going to say David Bowie died. I didn't know that. Confused. How did we know that David Bowie was going to die? We didn't. I mean, some people say that if you listen to the new album he put out, you knew. I didn't even know he put out new music. But I did listen to the Mm. album this morning. Mm. That is also sad. It's adjacent because he just opened Lazarus, which... Right. Sorry, dead David Bowie. I don't really have a desire to see. Me either. It sounds like we would hate it. Yeah. I'm not (laughs) a big fan of um, Bowie music, Mm. so I don't know why I would really care to see that. Mm. And I've never seen that movie. Labyrinth? That one. Mm. I saw it in college, which is like too late to see it because also I wasn't doing drugs. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, this is weird. Yeah. I'm going to watch Newsies again. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, I'm bummed that Allegiance is closing. I know. That's a bummer. I'm going to go see it again because I got to take my dad. Yeah, and it is like we were talking about one of those good situations where they've given us time to do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's closing on Valentine's day, (laughs) February 14th. All right. I mean, I don't think that means anything. Valentine's day is a fucking piece of bullshit scam. Well, it was turned into one. When was was a legitimate holiday, like through the middle ages and St. Valentine's like a, from like paganism. You know, that I'm not sure. But St. Valentine, obviously, it's like an actual feast day of St. Valentine, who is the For Catholics? Faith. Yes. Ah, Catholics. Yes. Gotcha. All of our holidays but it probably, yes, stems bastardized out of versions pagan. of themselves. It also, well, everything. Yeah, exactly. Lots of Christian stuff anyway, was pagan originally. It was capitalized. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, people were like, buy this shitty chocolate in a box. Mm-hmm. That's shaped like a heart. Yeah, that means it's better. That means you love that person. I don't know. Whatever. I last year, my boyfriend got me um, in sync picture cards. So <laughs> that's great. Wait, I like, like Valentine's Day cards, like kids cards? No, oh. we went to my Valentine's Day gift for him was take him to Economy Candy um, because he loves candy. Well, <laughs> sure. And if you don't know, it's this really great candy store on the Lower East Side that it sells like things in bulk and also nostalgia candy. Mm. And they just also just have like leftover crap from wherever. Yeah. Um, of that sort of ilk, trading cards, baseball cards, things like that. And they're just these pictures of in sync that are it's actually really funny because they're poorly blown up <laughs> and like they're versions of the same picture that are like recut oh, <laughs> or man. like flopped, like Weird. like uh, uh. Wait, but they're Valentines. They're not. Oh, oh, oh! You just got. We them were just for there, and oh. he bought me a bunch of them. Cute. <laughs> that's funny. So that's sad, but that allegiance is closing. But yep. we have some good news. Marin Maisie is in <gasps> remission. A Marin Amazing. Does it again. She's so great. Good for her. That's so exciting. Stay strong, girl. That's awesome. I, I mean, you rock. all of the, speaking of like fuck cancer, all of the articles that came out pretty densely after it was made known, because it wasn't that long ago. And mm-hmm. then everybody's like, oh no, we have to do profiles on this. Right. But like just her, like what she called her chemotherapy, her healing treatment. I mean, mm. she's just she's great. A ray of sunshine. I listened to Ragtime at the store on I at a at work the other mm-hmm. day. I was working alone so I could play whatever I wanted. So I played <laughs> Ragtime. Perfect. And I was like, yes, Ragtime. Ragtime's so good. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that show so much. It's really great. It's so good. <laughs> 
this, I mean, the beginning of this, even though Marin Maisie is in remission, the beginning of this podcast is a, a, just a little bit of a bummer because also Liz Swados died. Mm. And the worst part about that is I had no idea who she was. And her, I was vaguely familiar with who. And then her. I felt like an asshole. I mean, well, it's, you I mean, don't it's fine. Feel like an but you know what? For I, not well, knowing who somebody is, just I know you know dead. that I feel like an asshole when I don't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, like when I when I saw started things seeing things about her, I was like, oh, I was like, I am vaguely familiar with her name. Oh yeah, the Runaways. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And then I was like, obviously, from what everyone was saying, I was like, wow, this seems like someone who I yeah. would be more familiar with, or I should be more familiar Absolutely. with. Absolutely. But so, I'm not, so I can't. You know, right? Don't beat so what I'm up. thankful for is that um, I'm upset that I didn't know who she was, and I'm sad that it took this for me mm. to find out but now I can find out about her and especially because Janine Tesori has added Runaways <sighs> to Encore's Off Center. It's exciting. So we get to see it. Yay. And she had originally been working with Liz to do a production of it. I don't know where or when or whatever and they were going to do like an open cast casting call for high school students. Whoa. Because it's like about Kids. Yeah. Runaways, if you will. <laughs> That's all I know about Ooh, it. But. Have age appropriate actors. Yeah. I don't what? know if that will fly with Encores off center, mm, but true. maybe they can get like the school of rock kids. <laughs> I think they're a little I don't know. I <laughs> yeah, guess they're I probably a little young. I don't know. All the kids we'll who see. who aged out of Matilda. Yeah. And like the the orphans from Annie are now <laughs> old enough to do it. <laughs> but we'll see. Hmm. That's a good thing coming out of a bad thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Silver Linings mm-hmm. Playbook with Jennifer Lawrence. Ooh. I saw that movie. It was not good. I did not see that well, it wasn't, movie. I shouldn't say it was not good. But it just wasn't like... We're all mad at Jennifer Lawrence right now, so... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not mad at her. I'm just like... I wish... I don't know. What? what Better roles. Oh. Like, you can turn things down. Not that I don't think she does. Wait, why like, are you mad at Jennifer Lawrence? I mean, well, you're I guess not mad I'm at- less mad at Jennifer Lawrence and more mad at David O. Russell. Oh, for joy. Well, which isn't really because that's again like if I were to blame, which I don't, uh, Sierra Bogus for like being in a role that was miscast, but she like took the job. That's fine. That's not her fault. Got you. Yeah, I understand. I thought we were all mad at Jennifer Lawrence because she yelled at that guy in the press room. Oh, I saw that. That's like we're either mad at her or championing her. It's like two well, different sides. Well, that's what everyone but... was talking about. I mean, I think I think in that I think that was just I don't know why we're talking about that. I don't this. know either. <laughs> I don't have I don't know. I don't know whatever. You don't care. I don't really give a shit. <laughs> I don't really give a shit either, except for the fact that I did think I did feel bad for that reporter because Mm. we've done interviews where I've like had stuff on my phone or I went to look something up on my phone that was pertinent to the conversation. And like with Molly Pope, she was like, oh, way to be on your phone. And I was like, I'm doing something right Right. now. Well, yeah. I mean, in one of those, like, I don't (laughs) think we should come down. So I think some people are being way too harsh and are like you know, wanting to call her out on like calling her racist and colonializing and blah, 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 because the person who was not a native English speaker oh, and he had his question I forgot written. About, I forgot about that aspect. That's why. Oh, okay. So like in that aspect, and I'm like, listen, whatever. Jennifer Lawrence is a white, cis, privileged Hollywood actress, mm-hmm. But also she's kind of like a dingbat and that's like her shtick is like being like goofy and uncomfortable Mm -hmm. in interviews. And she just told a bad joke. Yeah. You know, in the comedy sense, I'm like, I think she, you know, joke didn't work. Joke didn't work. She thought she was like, I'm going to do that. I'm nervous and awkward. I'm going to say a funny thing. And it backfired and it wasn't a good moment. And it was a bad moment. And we all tell bad jokes sometimes. Mm. Anyway. Don't come to Broadway. No, I don't know. She'll never come to Broadway. So it's like, why even bother thinking about it? I wouldn't say never. Only because I would probably think Julie Roberts would have never come to Broadway. That's true. But it might be a thing like I heard like the big issue with Julie Roberts wasn't necessarily her performance, but like 
she wasn't acting for the theater. So, right, right. She's a, um, she's so she's small, a subtle actress. Yeah, but everyone was like, "Is she doing anything?" Right, and like they couldn't hear her. Right. Um, so I feel like Jennifer Lawrence would have a similar sort of right. I mean, issue, and even if she did come to Broadway, it's not like we'd be able to get tickets. So <laughs> what do I fucking care? <laughs> and it would probably be in some dumb play. Yeah. Well, I don't think she's going to come in a musical. <laughs> I know, I know. But you know, it's probably going to. You know, I think there's. I feel like there's been tons of plays in the last couple of years that have been with like big celebrities. Mm-hmm. And it's a small cat. I don't know. And I haven't seen any of them. Yeah. So like. We saw that Jake Gyllenhaal play that was just two people. I did see that one. Yeah. But like what? Kim Cattrall was in something a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. That we didn't closed. see that. Daniel Craig has been on Broadway. I think so a many couple times. of times. <laughs> We've never seen I've him. I've never seen him in anything. Yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. He's. Well, yeah. Very famous. Well, yeah. He did a show with Hugh Jackman. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I've never seen Hugh Jackman. Mm. He's been in a bunch of plays. No, we've never seen him Mm-mm. in a show. That's Mm-mm. true. I don't know. It just seems like there's like these big celebrity things that do happen. Yeah. I, they're just not exist in my, they don't yeah. exist in my oh, world. Right, because their rush was like crazy or something. Which for Hugh Jackman saves Broadway. Yeah. It was like they were selling the entire week's worth of rush tickets on Monday morning. Yeah. It was like nonsense. <laughs> so if you wanted to get a rush ticket for any time in the week, you had to show up on Monday morning. And then they like stopped doing it because they were yeah, like, cause we they were like, Oh, we can sell these for $500. No problemo. This is a dumb idea. Yeah. 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 What a fucking absurd policy. That makes no fucking sense. Anyway. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) That's all right. Well, there was another uh, lottery mishap this week, this past week. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) 50,000 people, (laughs) myself included. Entered the Hamilton online lottery. So funny. First Hamilton digital lottery. So funny. 50. Well, here's my question. Okay. And they may not have the answer for it because I don't know how good their tech people are. They could, probably could find the answer, but they may not care to. Uh, it, they said 50,000 50, unique entries, but I got two emails confirming an entry. So... Hmm. I would assume that would mean like by email address, but I think m- maybe 50,000 people did not enter that lottery. I would believe and that. And they 50, just had 50,000 people. people, like 50,000 entries. I would believe that 50,000 people would enter that thing. That thing has got, I Hamilton I, has gone mainstream. Well, I mean, yeah. So like, you don't think 50,000 people would be like, there's I 8 guess, million I people guess. live in New I mean, York. I you don't I think 50,000 of them were like, why not? I guess, but that just seems absurd. It's not. 50,000 is not that many people. (laughs) You just have a really, really hard time grasping, like, like, you know how you can't walk into a room and guess how many tables are in there and stuff like that. That's why you're having a hard time picturing 50,000 people. And well, also because I know that I'm not the only one that had that happen. So to me, mm. that means there was an, also a different kind of Listen, glitch in the system. I mean, who knows how many people entered? Mm. Lots got- of people. I saw someone whose like boyfriend works mm-hmm. in tech and they were like, the website couldn't handle 50,000 people? <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> what kind of website did you build? And I don't know anything much about website building and their capacity yeah. for entries, but apparently that's like really funny that that's a small number of traffic for a website, especially a website that you should, guys, come on, you should have known. Well, they you definitely would want to sh- put lots of storage on that website. They definitely should know, <laughs> right? But like, I'm not surprised that a web that that website wasn't built for that. Like those sure. servers that they have weren't built for that right. capacity all at once. Right, fifty thousand maybe in a day, which I you know it's like what Broadway box, which I think I I only know now because of these online lotteries. So mm. I don't know what they did before that if they were a ticket they broker. Do, they, yeah, they do like discounts. Or, sometimes. Okay. But, like, there's not 50,000 people. There's so many of those websites out there Mm. that there's not 50,000 people going on that website. They're going to Telecharge and they're going to Theater Mania and they're going to Broadway.com and other places. Don't buy tickets on Broadway.com. But then I got seven emails telling me I did not win. (laughs) 
<laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I was like, okay, I get it. Thanks. That's funny. But then all the people who did win, which because of the fucked up system, like more people won sure. than they had tickets for. So that's why they didn't Nobody could use tickets. the tickets at all. But they got to go see if they wanted to on your feet for what? free. What? <laughs> which also makes me sad because then they had enough of those tickets for on your feet to offer them to all those people. But what? the Marquis a big theater. That's true. And they were probably especially I love free tickets to see on I your know, feet. Right? I loved on I was your like, feet. I would lose the Hamilton lottery <laughs> right, to, go to go see, see on, on your feet. feet. Yeah, that's a great <laughs> deal. Are you kidding me? I love on your feet. I want to see that again. Let's me go see too. that again. What's Absolutely. their rush situation? Can we like they just, just pop started in? an online lottery? Online lottery. Okay. I do not think fifty thousand people will enter. <laughs> I'll start entering it. Yeah. Maybe I can just go see it. Yeah. Love that show. It's so good. Oh, man. Hamilton. Just <laughs> sort of like one of those days where or just like feelings where I'm like, I wish I could go one day without hearing about the presidential campaign because bitches, yeah. it's still a really fucking long time from now. Oh, yeah. And I really wish I could just go like a day or two without hearing anything about any of that. Mm. And like Hamilton, same. Mm. Same mm. to a much lesser degree, sure, 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 than the presidential stuff. Yeah, but Hamilton's like, not taking away your rights, <laughs> right? Well, he did take away not no, the, I don't the know. musical Hamilton. I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just your right to like walk down Forty Sixth Street at five fifty-five <laughs> or whatever. That's funny. God, that's that's. I'll never go to that. That's too no, overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. That's too much. Especially, I mean, I would maybe enter the lottery in person, but then maybe leave or go on a day where they're not doing that show. When Just does the show happen like in the half hour that everyone's signing up? It ha- it's only happens on two two day shows. So it happens on Wednesday, Wednesdays oh. and Saturdays. Correct me if I'm wrong, internet. So I guess going any other day of the week. Hmm. I mean, it's still going to be like 500, 500 people. people. <sighs> Wait, but so they are not doing ham for ham shows during the winter time, though. Well, that's what they were trying to avoid with doing this digital lottery because he was going to still like put content out, Lynn, mm-hmm. but like do it himself, you know, in the right in the theater and whatever, and then release it. Hmm. So they're not doing the shows, but they are doing. They, they had are, to keep doing the the lottery live this yes, week. Yes, and there were two ham for ham shows this week. This past week. Mm. I don't know if there'll be one tomorrow as in Wednesday when you're listening to this. It'll be tomorrow. Mm. Is it weird that like I feel like this ham for ham stuff is one of those things that like, you know, whatever, 20, 30 years ago, it'll be like people will be so jealous of people that were around and experienced that. And yet I have no desire to go. Well, I think it's slightly different only because if you really wanted to, you could still watch all of the content. That's true. People who don't live in New York City probably feel that way. Hmm. It just, I mean, at my age. (laughs) Continue. (laughs) Yes, that does not sound appealing to me. When I first moved here, yeah, probably I would be there as often as I could if it were this kind of situation. Hmm. If, like, Spring Awakening did something like this, like, gave free shows every now and then. I mean, like, if Scandalous was doing that. Well, sure. There. Yeah. There. Yeah. I decided this week thinking about Powerball. Right. If I won the Powerball, Mm -hmm. which can't happen because I will never buy a lottery ticket because I think lotteries are corrupt. I would. Is there anything you don't think is corrupt? Mm, No. Just checking. I think pretty much everything is corrupt. I don't think you're wrong. I just uh, yeah. just was checking in on that. No, I think everything's corrupt in one way or another. Um, I, what would I do with all that money? I don't. I would. Oh, I said I would buy the Mark Hellinger mm-hmm. and turn it into my house. Right. That's selfish, Emily. <laughs> you should buy the Mark Hellinger and turn it back into a theater. But here's what. It's not like I'm going to like turn the stage into my fucking living room. Okay. This is what I was thinking vaguely was that I would like, hey, there's probably like offices because there's it's a church right now. Sure. Redo that into like 
apartmenty stuff mm-hmm. make it more like like i would want to live with tons of people so like yeah. you know you have a lot of nice common area in turn the lot the lobby's like our living room mm-hmm. or whatever and you just need like a bed so everybody dressing rooms can become people's bedrooms all my friends can come and live for free or whatever whatever i'm like a billionaire <laughs> but it should be a theater a working broadway theater well then we can whatever it's like free rehearsal space on the stage for young artists that needs time and places to nap and stuff i'd be so mad at you i would totally <laughs> that's funny i don't know so man would kevin daly sorry guys i mean it's your money do with it i was thinking that I would buy us premium tickets for all the shows. Sure. And I would like not take press tickets anymore because I would want to make sure that since we had the money, we were spending it on the shows. To put our money where our mouth is. Yeah. Like it, like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like subscribe to the, and donate and all of those good things. Anything else, Patty? It's like one point no, five billion things. dollars. No, they're all sensible. Like things. I, I was like, I would start a record company, and I would just start making tons and tons and tons of records of like studio cast recordings of whatever fucking show I wanted with whatever cast I wanted, and I would pay people really well, and then I would just like put them online, and people could download them for free, and I would just do that. I would like give tons of people jobs. They mm-hmm. could work at my record company now. And we would just put out like 40 Carolee Carmelo albums <laughs> and shit like that. And like any Broadway person that would be like, I want to record an album. I'd be like, great, let's do it. I'll pay you. Because that's the kind of shit I would do if I was a billionaire. Why not? That would be awesome. I can make so many cool studio cast recordings. Mm. Fuck yeah. I, w- I mean, my wanna- idea of premium tickets was like the that's as far as I could go with that. I don't under <laughs> Patty. It's like I come on, you've got to loans. Be, you can, okay, you paid off your loans. Yeah, I'd buy my parents a house from them because I can't pay off their mortgage because of legal things. I have to oh. buy their house from them and then okay. sell it back to them. And I do the same thing with my sister Bridget. And I'd set up cool. college funds for the nieces and nephews. Awesome. And I'd have to buy something for my other two sisters equivalent okay uh, buy them buy them houses houses or whatever yeah yeah you could buy by myself one of those cool victorian mansion you could get like Mm -hmm. two next to each other for you and your sister oh that'd be great right yes um and that's all i got and then buy us premium tickets okay okay so you still have like (laughs) i put it in the bank millions and millions and millions of dollars but like what you wouldn't like take a trip around the world oh sure i do vacations and things like that (laughs) You wouldn't like donate fuck ton oh, of no, money you to know the library and get them to name one of no. the library you branches after you. You know what I would do? You know okay. what I would do? I'd either go to James Cameron or Woods Hole Oceanographic Institute and have them take me to the Titanic. Oh, good one. That's a good one, Patty. That's what I would do because that's my space tourism. Right. That's like yeah. your, that's something that's like not really achievable to, to us, right. but like is the dream yeah. if you had a billion dollars, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That's a good one. See, you. you can come up with stuff. <laughs> keep <laughs> I dreaming. Want, no, but like I want to keep picking no, your I brain. Know. I want to know what else yeah. you would do with the money. You still have like still have so much of millions one, and millions one and millions point, well, and millions of dollars. I was looking at it's one point three billion right now, which is like eight hundred million take home. Yeah, that's a lot. Taxes and all that. Right, shit. right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Yeah. Maybe I'd buy my building just because I don't like the people who own it. <laughs> just out of spite, <laughs> you got the money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can do whatever you want with it. Mm. I'm trying to, like, you wouldn't, like, I don't know, donate a ton of money to charity that Jonathan, a charity that Jonathan Taylor Thomas really liked (laughs) so that he would, like, come to your pool party. me? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I would ask Justin Timberlake how much money it would take mm. to get him to reunite for one night with NSYNC. Oh, yeah, right. You have eight hundred million. And I could like give it to uh, like a charity because he yeah. doesn't need it or whatever. Totally, but, totally. But I'd pay the other guys because they need it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god, that's so funny. What else? What else stuff does Patty <laughs> like that you could spend millions of dollars on? <laughs> Would you take us on the Playbill cruise? Oh yeah, I mean that's a given. <laughs> 
Absolutely. We'd go on the Playbill cruise. Mm-hmm. Would you like, I don't know, get your boyfriend a dog? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> it's not, I mean, <laughs> we'd have that Dipmas Park mansion. So there's. How many dogs would you allow him to have? Tops three, I think. Three. That's not that many. Three is a lot of dogs. (laughs) I mean, for those houses, they're like giant Victorian houses. That's not too many dogs. You could probably have more dogs, but I think that's a lot of dogs. I think in my ideal world, Mm -hmm. like goal, like how you're like goal going to the Titanic, like unachievable life goal, five dogs. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of achievable though. Is it? Not in New York City. Five dogs is a lot of dogs. Yeah. I would love to have five dogs. That I can't equate that to going to the Titanic. <laughs> okay, what my my going to the Titanic would be like seeing Barbara Streisand perform live, mm, like like in an in intimate a private, setting, a private concert. Or no, like, it doesn't have to be private. But even like like when she did that show at the Vanguard a couple oh, of years yeah, yeah, ago. Yeah. I mean, I fucking entered that, yeah. but it was only. Oh, it was like that. the fucking Hamilton lottery, <laughs> yeah. you know, like yeah. it was insane. Um, and even so, like 400 people showed up on the street outside the, on the day of the concert, just being like, maybe I'll see her. I don't you know. Yeah. Yeah. I Barbara Streisand is so fucking expensive. The mm. f- one or two times she decides to perform every once in a while, right. which will always be her unachievable last. dream. Mm. No way that's how I will ever get to see her. Her voice was on the last episode of Modern Family. Modern Family? Yeah. What? There was an episode of Modern Family where the kids took Jesse Tyler Ferguson's character on like a Uncle Fun Day. It was like a like a shitty birthday gift certificate huh. that he decided to cash in. They didn't know what to do, so they took him on a star tour, star house tour. This is long. To Barbara Streisand's house, which turned out to be Ray Liotta's house, which Barbara Streisand used to live at. And Ray Liotta was actually on the episode. Oh, that's And he was like, hold on, I'll take you. I feel bad because I have some of her mail. So they go to Barbara Streisand's new house and they talk to her through the intercom and it was actually Barbara Streisand. What? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Oh my God, I have to catch up. I got to watch that. It was a pretty good episode. I, I like mean, that show. It's, it's a, funny. It's a funny show. It has sort of become like, it's not predictable, but mm. like little chuckles or like, right. Like I can sort of watch like, it. I can have things it are kind of crazy. Yeah. Then things are cute. Yeah. Oh, family. Yeah. But this episode, there were some, I had like some, some big, big laughs. Oh, yeah. I'll check yeah. it out. I have, I finally glad my shows are all coming back mm-hmm. i hate time when i don't have my regular tv shows there's no order to, order to my life yeah. you know i needed to yeah set the pace well, i don't even know what you do now that you don't have cable i just watch star because... trek all the time <laughs> because then that schedule well i guess your schedule just becomes a different schedule where you have to like watch everything the next day right well that's yeah exactly like when my shows are on i just you know, go to Hulu in the morning if I'm at home or in the afternoon when I get home from work, yeah. see what's been posted, watch mm-hmm. those shows. And I basically just stopped watching anything that isn't on Hulu or isn't The Good Wife. Oh, the Good Wife is so good. Because The Good I Wife is the show that reasons. I will watch. I'll watch the commercials on mm-hmm. the website because mm-hmm. I want to watch the show that bad. Yeah. Pretty much everything else I just don't watch. And then eventually it seems to come around on Netflix. That's true. You know, that's true. I just got real lazy. Yeah. I watched the commercials for Survivor also. Mm. I love Survivor. CBS. You're a big fan of CBS. Apparently. <laughs> I grew up. I feel like I was such a NBC kid. Mm. Well, and poor but NBC. Poor NBC. It's kind of shitty. But um, no, literally, I just watch Star Trek all the time. Mm. I just so cycle. Many, there's so many iterations. I've wa- I mean, right now I'm watching some Voyager I watched all of it. I worked my way through Next Generation over the last several mm-hmm, weeks. Mm-hmm. And then I started it from the beginning again. Mm. <laughs> Star Trek Next Generation is great. You know, you can tune in and out. You can be doing something else. You can walk away from it. Yeah. And then like tune in on another episode. So also like I worked my way through the whole series, but probably only really comprehended like half of the episodes, right. you know. So rewatching it is like half mm. the episodes are new. I anyway. just got to the end of Gilmore Girls and then Ooh. just started it again. Yeah, yeah. 
I was like, I have so been enjoying watching <laughs> Next Generation. I just want to keep watching Next yeah. Generation, but there isn't any more for me to watch, so I'll just start over. Yeah. Also, because the way the characters' relationships develop by the end of the series, I really wanted to go back to the beginning and mm. re-examine how the relationship sure. between Captain Picard and Dr. Beverly Crusher oh, yeah. developed. Mm. Because by the seventh season... yeah. You're like, oh my God, John Luke, you've been sad and desperately Aww. in love with Dr. Beverly Crusher this whole time. So I want to rewatch the entire series and watch it with that perspective mm. where he's like pining for her every he's day. Eponine. He totally is. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> Patrick Stewart's the shit. He's great. I fucking love him. He's the best. Next Generation is excellent, excellent, excellent. All right. Well, let's talk about some <laughs> casting. Let's get... I mean, not that I don't want to keep talking about The Next Generation because that's the Star okay. Trek I've if seen. If we have time later, let's dreamcast it. Okay, okay. But first, the most important casting mm. that I'm glad we oh. have to talk about right now because it's fresh in our minds because we're recording this a day late. Kate Baldwin is going to do The King and I in Chicago. And we're fucking going. We're figuring it out. We're definitely going. It's made up in my mind. Mm. It has to happen. I mean, it's not that hard. It's really not. It's that not hard. like me. You know, it's not like other things where I've been like, "Oh my god, sideshow's going to be mm-hmm. in." you know san diego and i would love to go see that and i'm gonna try and figure out if that's possible but that's a big leap yeah but like chicago yeah we can drive there we can drive there we can stay with my parents or friends in the city right although my mom would be really mad (laughs) (laughs) well maybe we can stay with your parents for one or two nights and then also stay with people in the city how long is it from your parents house into like downtown chicago Mm, that's like a half hour in no traffic no traffic you know, what about public transportation? Are they um, close? My mom to can drive train? us to the L, <laughs> or we'll have the car so we can right, park right. it in the. It's it's like a 15, 20 minute drive to the L station. Cool, excellent. I'm excited. This is yeah. great. We're going. We're <laughs> I'm so fucking excited. This is something we've talked about. Like this is a dream cast that we've been like Kate Baldwin, the King and I. Yeah. That I want to see that. Yeah. Hopefully, I'll get to see that. Yeah. And it's happening. So obviously, I fucking have to go. I could only be more excited if it was Kate Baldwin and Ragtime. Yeah, because that, I love yeah, Ragtime yeah, yeah, more than yeah. I love the King and I. Well, yeah, but me hearing too. Kate Baldwin sing the King and I is oh, the dream. It's gonna be great. Oh, I can't wait. I don't know what these lyric productions are. Are they full productions? Because in my head, they're no they're closer to like the Avery Fisher Hall concerts. Oh, but I, think I don't they, know. I have no familiarity with lyrics. They might be lyric. fuller productions. Maybe more like encores. I have no idea. Someone let me know. Look it up. I don't want to. Okay. <laughs> well, if anybody knows, let us know. Yeah. Kate Baldwin! We're so excited. I'm just curious. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. We could take in a comedy show while we're in Chicago. We could take in a comedy show. We could go to the... Go to Second City. Yeah, Second City. They performed at Second City. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw a show, a couple shows there when my mom and I were in Chicago when I went to look at some college... No, I looked at a couple colleges Mm. when I was like 17 or something. Did you look at Columbia College? Columbia College, yeah. Yeah. I looked at Columbia (laughs) College and I... I looked, I forget. I looked at some other college that was like, a, that turned out to be Catholic. Loyola? No, I forget. Okay. But I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I liked Columbia College. Mm-hmm. If I hadn't moved to New York right after high school, almost, like, I, like, yeah. that was a great school. But once I was married to New York, I was yeah, married yeah, yeah. to New York. But yeah, in another timeline, I yeah, uh, you went to Columbia. Went College. to Columbia College. In another timeline, I went to Ithaca, and I'm married Whoa. to Aaron Tveit right now. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what my Columbia College timeline is up to now. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Making art, maybe. More casting. We found out who is replacing Tanya Pinkins. Ah, uh, Keisha Lewis. You go, girl. Get that job. Mm-hmm. And they uh, canceled performances through the weekend, which makes sense. Yeah. And they're starting yeah. Tuesday. Oh, today. Interesting. When this is, I mean, it's a whole situation. Well, yeah, there was that whole follow-up. Yeah. There was like some Facebook stuff going yeah. on, apparently, that which, I... Which, to me, was... I mean, to be fair to the cast member who posted it, even though you post it to the internet and it's on the internet, it was a 
private Facebook mm-hmm. post that someone took public. Someone else right. took public. And Tanya could see it. So he was speaking about her, but also to where she could see it. Right. Um, and maybe he should have just sp- talked to her. I mean, whatever. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. There's so much. Maybe right. this. Maybe you should have done this. In the yeah, end. Yeah, and it's l- also like. We should all just listen to each other. Right. Especially right. the people who have the perspective that right. we're trying to share, right. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when I read Tanya's response, I was like, she ain't wrong. Everything she's saying is true. Mm. Like, I completely, I understand. I think, like she said in the end, she was like, today was, it was, this was the thing that broke me. This was the thing that made me be like, no, I'm just not going to stand for any of the, any shit, any of it, any of it. All of it's got to go. And I get that. Sure. Sometimes I want to run away from society, Tanya Pinkins. I get you. Well, she's trying to change society. She's not running away from it. But you yeah. felt that final straw in jobs that you've had. Right. Where you have Yeah, where left. you're like, um, my integrity is more than this. Yeah. And I just can't stand by and yeah. be okay with this anymore. Yeah. Um, and then there, but then there's Keisha Lewis's and I'll paraphrase her, but you know, she gave a quote to New York times arts and she said, I'm a 45 year old woman of color and I need a job. Yeah, girl. Exactly. That's why this biz is so fucked up. Yeah. But we wish her well, we wish Tanya Pinkins well, and we wish everyone again, we'll just listen to each other. Yeah. Listen to Tanya Pinkins. Listen to Tanya Pinkins. Listen to fucking you don't Tanya know what Pinkins. she'll do if you don't. And because she's got <laughs> a lot of smart things to say. Yeah. All that shit she was saying about racism and sex- sexism mm-hmm. and intersectionality. Like, mm-hmm. she's spot fucking on. Yeah. More casting. So much casting. So much casting. So much casting. Tony Yazbek is going to be in Finding Everland. Slightly less controversial casting. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I'm curious if his dates will overlap Carolee's because mm-hmm. I would be curious because to go she, see him yeah, again. She still hasn't said when she's leaving, right. and I don't know who's going to replace her. Mm. But I, I don't. I mean, I wish, I wish he were in with Terrence Mann and not Kelsey Grammer coming back. Uh, Kelsey Grammer's but, coming back. Yeah, but that role's so small. I don't care that much. The, mm. I, and I enjoyed the show enough and I like Tony Yazbek that I would want to see it again, but especially mm. if Carol Lee were still in it. Slash yeah, depending on tough. who her replacement if I could, is. If I could go see like Carol Lee and Terrence and Tony Yazbek, right? I might. Wouldn't that be great? I would, I would go, <laughs> I know, I'd go but back that's and just see not that going and I would also, I guess I would potentially go back and see like Carolee and Terrence. It's going to be a harder draw to get me in there though once Kelsey Grammer's back. I understand back, that. Though, I understand that. I really that. don't want to see him again. But like for me, Tony outweighs. I understand. My I think, interest in Tony I get you. outweighs my. I would, I would rather see it without. Interest in Kelsey. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. Yeah. You know what? I think. Uh, Tony Yazbek is really good follow up casting to Matthew Morrison based on hair. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, because they both yeah. have great curls, really great hair, yeah. both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> what is Tony Yazbek going to grow a beard? Oh, I don't. I guess. Or so. wait, but he. Mm, oh. I'm going back to the fact that J.M. Barry did not have a beard. Right, he mustache. had a mustache. May, ooh, oh, maybe, I hope Tony Yazbek has a mustache. I hope that he has a mustache too, because it was really fucking dumb that Matthew Morrison had that stupid fucking beard. Yeah, and I can't remember what Jeremy Jordan. I think he had a beard too, but like J.M. Barry did not have a beard, y'all. Yeah, I think Jeremy Jordan did have a beard. And, uh, uh, uh. He had a crazy fucking mustache! Because it was the yes. 1800s! Yes! <laughs> and Johnny Depp had no facial hair. He had his, like, man baby face. <laughs> <laughs> it's frustrating. More Just, accuracy. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't know what Tony Asbeck's facial hair situation is. I imagine he could grow a nice full beard. Um, but I hope, I hope he just has a mustache and if he can't grow a mustache, I hope they just stick it on. Fake mustache. A little, a little fake great. stash. You know what I just dreamcast Tony Yazbek in that I was just what? thinking about? 
He should be in It's a Bird, It's a Plane, Superman. Oh, my God. Yes. Right? He should be Superman. Absolutely. He, he should be, be a great Superman. Superman. He's got the hair. Mm-hmm. He's got the jaw. Yes. He's got the He's body. got the, like, earnestness. Yeah. Mm. Tony Asbeck. Yeah. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's, it's Superman. Superman. I'm in. <laughs> That'd be I'm, great. I'm sold. Or, like, somebody write a new... A new Superman musical. Yeah, Julie Taymor. (laughs) (laughs) Get on it. Or write Smallville the play. I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, but then we're not utilizing his musical comedy skills. (laughs) True. True. Oh, I love Tony Yazba. He's pretty great. Good for him. I'm excited. I mean, uh... As we've talked about on this podcast before, even if I don't go see it, I know there will be ways that I will be able to, on some level, experience his performance. <laughs> <laughs> Except I rather, I feel like that show is something I would rather see him in. Because yeah, Because those agree. songs are like, meh. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Much better to see it. Yeah. We finally have an air date for Lady Day. <gasps> Congratulations, Godra McDonald. It's very exciting. Long may she reign. Can't wait. I'm opening it because I forgot to open it. So. God, that's still one of the most crazy theater experiences when she opened her mouth and I heard her voice and I was in that show and I was like, holy fuck. I mean, I know it's not the same thing, but I am so excited that it was recorded and then I'll yeah. get to see it. You still haven't listened to any of this stuff no, though, no, right? I kept, so you'll still, yeah. like when you start yeah. watching it, you will... You will be like, holy fucking shit, I can't believe that's Audra McDonald's yeah. voice. It's going to be on March 12th. And I have an HBO Go password, so <gasps> watch it. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm gonna watch it. I'm excited. Yeah, um, and I didn't realize they filmed it in a cafe in New Orleans. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, that. I thought that they filmed it at the theater. For I mean, some that's reason. what I would have thought assumed. too. But now that I think about it, didn't they announce it like after it had closed? Don't remember. So in my head, I was like, oh, maybe they're gonna sh- show the Lincoln like, Center right, recording right, right. or something huh. like that. Well, that's cool. But yeah, so it's gonna be like a movie. Yeah, I think so. It'll be shot for TV. Very cool. Yeah. I love Audra McDonald. She's the best. I can't wait for Shuffle Along. <gasps> I'm so excited. Me I'm so too. excited to learn Me about too. that history yeah. and also to see all those performances and all Hell those yeah. people in oh a show God, together. I'm going to like pee my pants. Yeah. What theater is it in? Mm, that's remember. a good question. It's going to be at the Music Box. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's great. Is that where Gentleman's Guide was? No. Well, oh, no, that no, was no. at the Kerr. Kerr, that's right. The music box oh. is where the British R- play Richard is. Richard III right is. Now. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Well, that is exciting. Something that is also exciting Broadway Black has launched its own <gasps> podcast, so you should all <gasps> listen to it. Congratulations. Welcome to the community. It's called the Off Book Podcast. And their website says that it is made with black theater artists' interests and issues in mind. And the first episode's guest is Dominique Morisot, who wrote that essay on her experience in the theater of being like shamed by a Double horrible old white, white patron. Old white people. Yeah, and she's also an award-winning playwright. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hosted by Drew Shade, Farrah Lopez, and Donja Love. You go, people. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I love their... Everybody follow them on Twitter, too, mm-hmm. because great articles on the yeah. website. Mm-hmm. It's all, like, it's all black Broadway-focused. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they have a fun Twitter, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're great, and they're important, and... Hashtag every perspective matters. Yes, Tanya. Thank you. We also got some responses to our questions <laughs> about um, British stuff. Oh, good, good. From a bunch of different people. Oh, thank you, British people. Eloise and Nick emailed us and Ben sent us a Facebook message. And they all said a lot of the same things. Okay. That, like, Grey Gardens is not super culturally relevant there. Right. Uh, but Makes the sense. show's being well-received, especially that's because good. of the cast I that's saw that it. it's completely sold out the other day. Oh, that's good. The run is sold Someone out. Someone might have told us. I can't remember oh. if that's true. Um, I mean, that they told us, but that's exciting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And they all mentioned that Sheila Hancock was the first mother superior in Sister Act. Cool. She's on the cast recording because they didn't do uh, an American cast recording. Gotcha. uh, Which is exciting. Yeah. And they also schooled me on the fact that 
the West End does in fact have long running shows. Oh, I think they have fewer theaters. So in my mind, they have fewer long running shows, which, I wonder which how may many or may not be true. They have but, that are considered West um, End. The shows include the same ones that we have, Phantom Lena's and Wicked, oh. <laughs> and probably some other ones as well. And um, nobody really seems to know about the private club. Weird. <laughs> Mystery. Nick did say something interesting about the clubs that um, ATG, who owns the, owns the theater now, yeah. he said that they do things where they have members and you can you can like pay a fee to be a member and you get member perks and one of those he's guessing might be entrance into this private club. Ah, uh, they have that at like um M T C's theater I think has like a weird little well, lounge. Yeah, I mean I think a lot of the somewhere? the subscription services yeah. have things like right. that because it depends on what tier of membership you right, join right right but that's like a different mm. subscription situation this is like where this just hunt. sounds like he explained uh that they he said they're probably trying to make that sound mysterious and alluring rather than money grabbing mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah so it's thank you for money. all of that information yeah, everyone thanks, much appreciated Especially that you that you even responded, <laughs> and I'm sorry. The West End has a lot of long running shows, just like Broadway, because we're all uh, we all just see the same boring shows yeah. over and over again. Tourists. I'll ask you this: Why didn't Viva Forever last? Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, the West real End. question. You've got some explaining to do. I think we're all put to shame by that town in Germany, though, that built that's the. True. Theater the for Starlight, Starlight Express, Express Theater. <laughs> yeah. Life goals. Go yeah. to that town. There you go. That's one of my when big you dreams. Build the when That's you one of my big ball. dreams. Except you're not going to enter. You're, so I'm Lynette. No, I'm not going to enter. I'm not wasting my money on that shit. <laughs> Lotteries are corrupt. Buy like a $2 lottery ticket. So tonight we're going to another Marty G. Cummings show. I'm so excited. Guest is reported to be Rachel York. Rachel fucking York. Drag Queens, Rachel York, what mm-hmm. more can we ask for? I'm really excited. It's been several weeks since I've been to one of Marty's mm-hmm, shows, mm-hmm. and I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited to go. Rachel and York. Obviously, you you're say? hearing this after the fact, so you can't, you be can't there. go. But he does it every Monday. What do you think she's going to sing? I don't know, because he. it's not always like a song that we know that they sing, right? right? It's not right. always from their book. Yeah. So she might sing a song from her book. Which would maybe be something from Gentlemen Prefer Blondes? <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I'm just thinking of all like the oh shows. God, I'm so excited. I'm excited. Or well, probably from Kiss Me Kate. I mean, if she's going to sing I a hope she song sings, from her book. I hate men. Oh, that'd yeah. Be that'd be great. Yeah. Or maybe she'll do her thing where she does ever, all her impressions of everyone. Mm, that'd be great. That'd be great, too. That'd be fun. Yeah. Oh God, I love Rachel York so much. One more exciting thing this week. On Thursday, we'll be releasing our interview with Rima <gasps> Webb. <gasps> Rima Webb. Who's like the best. Oh my God, she's amazing. I mean, this interview's great. She's great. Yeah, we had a great time chatting with her. It was so great. We went backstage at the theater. We got to walk across the stage. It's true. Oh my God, we took a picture on the stage. We did. did you post it? I did post oh, it. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get to look at it. Oh my god! It's on our Instagram feed. If you want to look at it, Shit. also I repost it. Oh man, I'm. That's okay. You were like on a a color purple high. We met a few of the other cast members, oh, the other two so, church so ladies, excited. and I heard Danielle Brooks, but we didn't meet her. <laughs> yeah, we, we heard her through the wall. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It was awesome. It was great. I love the color purple. I want to see it again. Yeah. So stay color tuned purple. for that interview. All right, we have time, Emily. Let's do cast Star Trek: The <laughs> Next, okay, Generation. Next Generation. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Let's think about it. Who's Anthony Warlow. Anthony Warlow for Captain Picard, mostly because I've seen him bald. I mean, yes. I guess he doesn't have to be bald. I hear that, and I raise you, Michael Cerveris. Oh, in ten years. Mm. 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 Right. Yeah. Michael Cerveris yeah. is great. Yeah, that's true. Also bald. That's a good one. Also bald. <laughs> yes. And I feel like, not that it, I, I don't have as much familiarity with um, 
Anthony Warlow. Anthony Warlow, as I do with Michael Cerveris. I can sure. see Michael Cerveris playing that part. That makes sense. I literally it, just went with know. the first bald man I could think of. <laughs> Victor who, Garber! Who was a musical theater. Oh, God. That was such a bad bald cat. <laughs> Actually, Victor Garber is not a bad pick. No, he's not. For... For Patrick Stewart. He would actually be an interesting Data. Although, I can't remember what his name is. The man who actually plays Data has been in musicals, so he could just do it. He could. What's his name? Do you remember? No. Okay. I, I don't know, like, any of their, <laughs> their real, names. real names. Except for the women. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, you know Patrick Stewart's name? Patrick Stewart. But he's Patrick Stewart. And then I know, like, um, shit, what's the character? Mar- Marina Marina Sirtis That yeah And then Gates McFadden Is Beverly, oh, Beverly Crusher I only know Marina Sirtis's name Because once I was playing A game of celebrity With one of my improv groups And that was in there And none of us knew who it was <laughs> And the person who put it in there Was like really angry That's that hilarious that I would have known Brent Spiner That's who plays Oh that. yeah 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 Well you know what's funny is Especially because I just watched Through the whole thing The thing that is difficult And a little bit frustrating With like how You know we experience mm-hmm. television And how we make television mm-hmm. And how we make media And how characters We sometimes create In those mediums Can't We can't follow them For a long time Because right. Data would never His appearance would never change Right And towards the end of the show not much, but slightly, right. very slightly, you can see a difference. Yeah. Uh, you know, and stuff, I think about that a lot with like vampire shows and right, shit, like, right. shit like hey, that. Hey, you, you know? look older. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I think about that also like with the X-Files coming out back right. because like Dana Scully is immortal and they've never dealt with what? that or addressed that. The fact that Dana Scully is immortal. Yeah, she's fucking immortal. Spoiler alert. Well, what if okay. I wanted to watch the X Files, it's well, all I don't care. It's like I mean, it's one of those to. things that's like it's a super nerdy, like if you've watched every single episode yeah. and you believe that what's true is, is true in the show. Or is yes. it like a fan no, theory? It's no, been confirmed well, by David whatever his name is, Chase. Isn't that what his name is? I don't know. No, no. Chris Carter. Oh. Who's David Chase? <laughs> no I don't know. <laughs> this is what happened. There's a I'm and I, that shit, if I had five minutes with Chris Carter, that's what I would ask mm. him. I would say, is Dana Scully immortal? Because okay. if you're following what happens in the show, she should be immortal. They've just never dealt with it oh, past okay. the episode where she became immortal because it was a one off monster of the week episode. But it was like the monster of the week was this guy who was immortal. And then at the end of the she episode, like absorbed his power. She, yeah, she absorbs oh. his power and he dies and she lives. So oh. what the fuck? She's fucking immortal. Interesting. But anyway, whatever. Okay. So <laughs> Michael Cerberus. Right. <laughs> okay. Who would play Data? Hmm. I would be really, really interested to see what mm-hmm. he would do with this part because okay. I think it is a really interesting part and it would be a get little bit against type, but I would love to see what he would do with it. Rob McClure. Oh. As Data. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see where you're going with that. Because he's like... An android, so you think that he doesn't have a lot of personality, but like he kind of no, he definitely does. does. It would like be Rob McClure could do all of the things that Rob McClure does best, but like subtly. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Which he's I'm, data has just a lot of like facial expressions where you can see, like you actually do have to be an extremely good actor to play that yeah. part because he has you have to you see all of his thought process on right. his face while he's thinking yeah. about things, and he thinks about things fast, but you see it happen. Mm-hmm. It's great. Mm-hmm. I mean, Brent, what's his face is a great actor. <laughs> Um, yeah, Rob McClure is my pick mm, right now. I like that. Maybe like Derek Baskin. Oh, yeah. He would be good. Okay, okay. Especially because Data has like really sweet moments. Yeah, totally. Because yeah. all he wants to do is like be Learn considered to, human yeah, yeah, yeah. and like have people, you know, honor his existence and shit right. like that. Aww. Oh, Data. <laughs> um, that was um, a really cute giggle. <laughs> Obviously, Dr. Beverly Crusher is Carly Carmella. Right. Are you fucking kidding me? Yes. Um, that's perfect. Um, Deanna, 
I mean, off the top of my head, Laura Benanti. Oh, she'd be good. I was thinking a little against type to Leslie Margarita. Okay, yes. Oh, actually, Leslie Margarita is perfect because <laughs> right? that character is definitely like the sex character on yeah. the show. Like she is 100% there. Like, well, I'm not going to say she's 100% there to like be eye candy because right. she's actually like. She's also a really like. Incredible. in ass character. Exactly. Yeah. I just usually like had some very but deep. her costumes are certainly exactly. there for eye candy. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was really thinking about how amazing, like that show is so sexist and racist and horrible in a lot of mm-hmm. ways. And like really, really, especially like gender stuff, it gets totally wrong and all that stuff. But like, it was also the nineties and all that shit. But one thing that they get really, really right is the way they use Deanna's character. Like it has all this horrible gender stuff, but nobody like the captain doesn't trust anybody like he trusts Deanna. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. what he trusts in her is her ability to read people's emotions and mm-hmm. her emotions. And the fact that you have fucking Patrick Stewart, kick-ass John Luke Picard being like, what should we do, lady? What? How are your emotions feeling about this mission? Like yeah. every fucking episode, he yeah. checks in with her and what she thinks, and he will always take her advice. Mm-hmm. That's one great thing that that show mm-hmm, gets mm-hmm. right. It's like and emotions fair, are important. Though they never show this, she's a part of a race. Right. So that could be true of the men of her race too. And that would be an, an interesting thing to see to allow men to have those emotions and be as tuned into mm. that as well, mm. which they never explored. But yeah, they never explore Betazoid men. Mm-mm. Not sure. Anyway. I mean, not that I, I only watched the, the series once. So right, right, not, right. But. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Oh, Jordy. Jordy. Joshua Henry. There He'd be go. good. Joshua Henry. Yeah. Or Derek Baskin, actually. I was thinking Derek Baskin. He's he's a little more he's just got that smile. Yeah. That smile yeah. that could shatter a thousand hearts. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um Wharf. I'm like I'm I was watching Next Generation. I started mm-hmm. watching Voyager and now I'm like the doctor and then I'm like no that's Voyager. Worf. What is- about go ahead. Well, no, I was going to say Kyle Scatla because Worf's For pretty Worf? big isn't he? <sighs> yeah. Also going off but, of Marius. I mean just based on like you know, ridiculous body typing because Worf is like bulky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would almost go like Joshua Henry because Joshua Henry is much more bulky but what about like Kyle's- J. Bernard Calloway? Oh, see, that's really yeah. good. That's, that's like a that, combination that's, that's, between yeah. those two. Because he needs to be like two young kids. tall <laughs> and right. Yeah. And Worf isn't, he, yeah. you know, he's supposed to be a little older. Yeah. 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 That would be good. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Should we cast uh, Lieutenant Yar? Oh, <laughs> Tasha. Well, here's the thing about, about her, actually, that I think... He, you could resurrect her character or whatever because she didn't like her departure from the show was like super super positive and like I think that character yeah. could have more life and like yeah. she would well, then be she like has what that other storyline that actress do you know that actress is Bing Crosby's granddaughter what <laughs> what <laughs> what that's I mean I can't remember why I was looking up Bing Crosby the that's other day weird. that's um, crazy but. I came across that little factoid. Am I thinking of all the right people? I don't know. Bing Crosby. You probably can't picture him in your head. Jazz. Well, like a crooner. Yeah. He sings White Christmas, your favorite song, your your favorite Christmas carol, because you have so many Christmas carol favorites. (laughs) Um, If you saw him, you would recognize him. Show me a picture of him. He's in White Christmas. That's okay. where the song White Christmas is from. He, he looks like a white dude from Black and White Times. Yeah. He's not... Look at that picture. <laughs> <laughs> he's not like in the Rat Pack, but he is like a part of that. Group. Oh, okay. Those like, hey, let's all get drunk and like... Yeah. He get, did a lot of movies you know. with, with Bob Hope. Okay. Anyway. Weird. Factoid. All right. You go, girl. <laughs> and your family. Whatever. <laughs> Um, but oh, yeah, but who's she gonna be? Um, she's a little young for it, 
but Adrian Warren, she's spunky. Oh yeah, I bet she could read whatever age That's you want to give That's her true. too, though. That's true. I mean, we've seen her in a, in a show where she played a teenager, and she's not a teenager, right. so. Yeah. Because Tasha's supposed to be, what, in her early 30s? Probably. Late 20s, early like 30s? That. That's probably exactly how old Adrian Warren is. Well, maybe, maybe closer people, to People just looked older in the 90s. Yeah, the styling was <laughs> rough. The hair. <laughs> oh, God. I have to say, like, in the most superficial way, mm-hmm. like... What about Ruthie Ann Miles? As who? Tasha. Tasha? Okay. Yeah, I'm into that. I, I all of a sudden, like... Really wanted Ruthie Ann Miles to be playing Dr. Beverly Leslie. Nope. What? Her name's Dr. Beverly Leslie. Crusher. Beverly Crusher. I want Ruthie Ann Miles to play Dr. Beverly Crusher all of a sudden. Mm. I think she would Maybe be Maybe if Carolee's unavailable. What about Leah Salonga? I mean... Everybody! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else? Um, to cast? Wesley? <laughs> oh no, Wesley's dead in this version. <laughs> you know what's funny is that when I got to the end of the series, I was like, God, what about like, fucking hate Wesley? We can dream cast him. <laughs> okay. Jason Eric Testa. <laughs> Even though it's a Wesley. role that you hate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously yeah. that's good casting. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> that's funny. Maybe he'll make you Wesley's love Wesley. just so obnoxious. He's such a little piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a fucking dipshit he's just like i have severe daddy issues and like i'm a kiss ass <laughs> he's so obnoxious anybody else the irish guy he's one of my least favorite I characters <laughs> graham Rowat. <laughs> all right <laughs> um, oh you know who graham Rowat actually could be who we have not cast yet Riker! Riker! Oh my god, that's fucking perfect! Wouldn't he be great? That is perfect! Yes! 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 Definitely! Yeah! Sign, sealed, cast it. Yeah. Yep. That's good casting. Mm. <laughs> that's funny, I forgot about Riker. Anyone else? Wait, I think who we... did we cast as Deanna? Leslie Margarita. And who did we cast as Worf? J. Bernard Calloway. Because they get together at the end oh, of the series, right. which I, I like that. I still think is weird that those characters got together. Mm-hmm. I don't think that makes sense based on like who those characters were the whole time we knew them. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden they're together. But Star Trek also does that all the time because they did that with them. I don't think those two characters ever made sense together. And they fucking did that on Voyager, too, because at the end of Voyager, Seven of Nine and Chakotay get together. Oh and you're like, God. that makes no fucking I sense whatsoever. Who Seven of Nine is. You told me about Chicote is, is also the second Ryan. in command uh, on Voyager. Uh, it makes no fucking sense that they would ever be together. It doesn't make sense that Seven of Nine would be in a heteronormative relationship at that point in her development. Mm. But whatever, it was the nineties. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was maybe the early two thousands. Mm. Anyway, great dream casting. Mm-hmm. Somebody'd make it. <laughs> Well, who would do the music? Mm, Aaron's and Flaherty, because they can. Uh, yeah, I could do see anything. that because they could do like the majestic sort of right. Whoever, yeah, whoever Space does this, you have to, you have to be, <laughs> do really good um, horn orchestrations. Mm. The horns are mm-hmm. very important. Yeah. Um. Mm, yeah, I can see that because it also I think has to be pretty. Like classic Broadway sounding. I agree. Like to make it contemporary would just be like trying too hard. Yeah, I agree. It would yeah. need to be classic. Yeah. Great. Or it would have to be all electronic. Oh, yeah. So Andrew Lloyd <laughs> Webber. <laughs> Carolee, 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 Carolee. Update. Carolee Carmelo. Is getting ready for a new wig, which Ugh. is really exciting because if there's one thing we fucking love in life, it's a Carolee Carmelo wig. Yeah. She gets great wigs. Mm-hmm. Great Instagram. Who gets great, who gets better wigs? Not to make it a competition. Oh. Carolee Carmelo or Kate Baldwin? 
I think it's a tie. Well, they both get great great wigs and they both have great IRL hair. So it's like. I mean, again, I didn't really mean to make it a competition. I just thought, well, also Kate Baldwin has great wigs. Kate Baldwin (laughs) gets great wigs. I mean, I was just, I just all of a sudden was thinking about like Carolee's wig in um, Parade. Mm, that was a good wig. Yeah, and like her Finding Neverland wig is amazing. That, that wig's great. That wig is so good. Yeah. Yeah. What did her? I'm trying to. I was gonna say what, what did her, her wig tuck look like in Tuck Everlasting? Like. It was like it was long. I forget. Oh my god! I need to look at a picture of, of from the production. I think mm. it would just look like her hair. Okay. Well, she's got great hair, so she does gonna have look great. great hair. I imagine because of the time period that the tucks are from, it's a little longer than her. Yeah, her like IRL I, longer hair. and not, you know, right. how she does it, but right. like just sort of wavy and yeah, like, yeah. I woke up mm. like this. I am yeah. a lady who lives in a cabin. Perfect. <laughs> Can't wait to see it. I'm trying to remember what was Beth Level's wig in that show? Did she wear oh, a wig? Oh God, I can't imagine Beth Level in a long I'm, hair wig. I know, right? She must have. Now it's time for the Laura Benanti tweet of the week. On January seventh at nine eleven p.m., <laughs> Laura Benanti tweeted. My favorite person at the gym tonight was the woman who could not stop yawning while doing furious crunches. That's so fucking New York City. (laughs) God. (laughs) That's funny. I feel like I yawn a lot when I'm like on the elliptical. I don't know. We're both yawning right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm tired. I woke up at 530. I want to know what Laura Menanti was doing at the gym. I hope she was just Working sitting out. watching everyone. <laughs> I would assume that Laura Benanti goes to the gym every, every day. day. I would think that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, have you been watching Supergirl? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I watched some of the episodes. She is great on it. Yeah. Yeah. And Jeremy Jordan. Right. Yeah, I know. I watched a couple episodes, not in order. I think I maybe watched mm-hmm. like the fourth or fifth episode maybe and was continually confused by the fact that Jeremy, Jeremy Jordan's Jordan on it was not that necessarily that he was on yeah. it. I mean, partially that, that he, he was, was on it, but the character that he's playing that I'm like, I don't understand. Nice. Jeremy Jordan. <laughs> not, not even that he's nice. Jeremy Jordan is playing the character that's like the lovesick dopey oh, guy. Yeah. Jeremy Jordan. Like Everybody wants to bang him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just funny. Every time there was a moment where it was like, where she was like, we're just friends. And he's like, oh, my heart yeah. You're such a good friend to me, Win. <laughs> oh, my God. It was great. Just sing something for her. So ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I think, I wonder if, just because of the way that show is a fucking fantasy show. So I wonder yeah. if they'll ever be able to do like a musical episode because Melissa Benoist, I don't know. I've never heard her sing, but she was on Glee. Oh. Like when they had Glee, the new cast or the new class. I mean, oh. um, weird. Like after everybody graduated, she was, I think one of the cheerleaders. Mm. I don't know. I didn't watch it, but hmm. I was interested to learn that she was on Glee. So I'm assuming yeah. she can sing. All right. Yeah. I don't know about Calista Flockhart's uh, singing. abilities. <laughs> <laughs> She could be a friend to auto-tune. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. They should do a musical episode. Do it. That's our show. Until next week, you can follow us on Twitter at at Patty, the letter N, Emily, Patty, N, Emily. You can follow us individually at Patty with Y and at Emily Faye Oakley and find us anywhere else on the internet by searching Patty and Emily. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us and leave us a comment and we'll read it on the show. Send us your topic suggestions, questions, dreamcasts, etc. And in the meantime, go go see live theater. theater.